Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks. This is the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 251. And we've got a great show here. We're going to be talking about learning management systems, the the best plugins, the best fully hosted solutions. And I've got my great co-host, Kim Shivala, with me. I'd like to introduce yourself quickly, Kim. Absolutely. I'm Kim Shivler. I'm a communications and instructional design instructor uh, focusing on WordPress, online courses, and actually live workshops and presentations too. And you're the queen of learning management systems, aren't you, Kim? That's how I've gotten known in this community for the last few years. <laughs> yeah, she, there's not much she doesn't know about it. And um, basically, I'm the founder of WP Tonic. We're a fully specialized WordPress support um, fix-your-problems company with emphasis on learning management systems. And before we go into the show that we're both really looking forward to, I want to talk about our great sponsor, and that's Kinster Hosting. Um, I use Kinster myself for the WP Tonic website. Um, we've been using it now for about a month. Um, it's just a great company, great support. They migrated the site, and it's just been a joy working with them. Um, They've just got a great team as well. The support is amazing. I just can't say more about Kinster. They are sponsoring the show, but I wouldn't host my own website unless I was totally happy with the service that they provide, and I am. So go to the WP Tonic, look at the show notes, and go to the WP Tonic website in general, and we have banners, links, and it will take you straight to the Kinster site and sign up for them. So, um, Kim, how shall we start? Shall we start with the fully hosted solutions, shall we? That's a great place to start. So right. fully hosted, if, if we're talking about fully hosted solutions, as with any uh, uh, other website type hosting, that means it's all plug and play. It's already there for you. You don't have to maintain your site, you just create an account and build your course. The pros yep. are you don't have to update it. The negatives are you have to play within their, uh, within their arena and you don't have as much functionality. Yeah, a good metaphor is um, the difference between WooCommerce and Shopify, isn't it? Absolutely. Or WordPress.com versus your own hosted WordPress. Yeah, well, that could get really confusing. When you do. <laughs> Especially with the changes we're seeing at the present moment. But I've, I think the the Shopify WooCommerce is a good metaphor, um, it, you know, because obviously all sites are hosted, but um, what we're talking about is a, 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 a turnkey product which they host, they keep maintained, um, which um, you can have, you know, get up and running really quick, but um, you have reduced ability to customize. Would you say that's pretty good, Kim? That's it. That's definitely the difference. 
So we're going to look at um, we're going to look at some of the um, of the fully hosted, and then I, I apologise about the pronunciation of this Kajabi. <laughs> we're looking at Kajabi first. Did I do a reasonable job pronouncing that? You here? did. It's Kajabi. 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 Yes. All right. Um, so what do you think of this one? And then give a brief outline on what you think its strengths and uh, maybe some of its little weaknesses, because nothing's perfect, is it? Uh, of course, nothing's perfect. Apart from the, me. The strength. <laughs> I, absolutely. You're perfect. No, I wish I would. No, I'm definitely not. Um, so Kajabi is very interesting. It's really a platform to create and sell products, whether it's an online course, whether it's a membership site, or even ebooks. You can do all of that within the Kajabi platform. It's a, a hosted site. It has email integration. And it, it's, they've redone it. And I'm just working in it right now for a client. And it's, it's kind of exciting what they've got going on. The downside is really the same as all of them. You are playing within their structure. If the way you want to sell isn't quite working, you know, the way that they have it set up, then you're kind of out of luck. It's also a little pricey. The mid-range plan, which is what most people I work with need, is $300 a month. That is pricey, isn't it? You've got to be, you be really pretty serious about it, haven't you? Yes. Now, I, I said, it's very easy to set up. I do love that. You, you really could log in and create your class today. That $311 uh, a month gives you 100, up to 100 products and 10,000 active members. So mm. it is a site where they're limiting your members. Not limiting, but, but you're charged mm. based on members, kind of like an email service does. But I'll say that... Um, you know, free eleven. Um, it's a bit pricey, but you could, you know, unless you're going to do everything yourself, you can spend like three to five thousand getting a WordPress powered site up and running quite easily, couldn't you? Absolutely. Realistically, Although, realistically. Oh, easily. Do, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know that it would completely take a. You would still need your basic WordPress site, though, most likely, because you're going to have, you know, your blogging and that type of thing. This oh, it doesn't really do that. It doesn't do the, that bit. Not to that, not to the extent you would want in a WordPress site that I have hmm. found yet. Let me say that. I am just now really putting it through its paces and, and we'll be writing a, a review of it here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's great. So it's one of these systems where you, you need still need your WordPress and then you can you uh, mask the domain when you go to this or something? Yes, uh, for, for most of what my clients would need, they're going to need a lot. They're still going to need a website. And that's true of most of these online uh, learning platforms. It's just, in fact, most of the online learning platforms are strictly to sell classes. Kajabi is more advanced in that you could sell any online product. You could sell classes, downloads, um, membership areas, etc. And that's the one thing I really like about it compared to other, the other ones we're going to talk about that are just courses. Because those of you who've heard me speak on learning platforms, I really find the strength of a learning platform is where you have 
the online course that is your step-by-step-by-step piece, but then also a membership wrapped around that that is your resources pages. That doesn't go into that mark complete lesson. It's, it's a separate step. Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because also the other thing is, you know, is that you offer a load of stuff like this system and it becomes a Swiss army knife. And the problem is it offers a lot, but it doesn't do anything that great. Do you understand what I mean by that? Yes. Um, however, I would say for this one, I think that the its options for the course, the quizzes, et cetera, are very functional. Right. In fact, they're more functional than some of the online course, quote, plug-in options. All right. Even. I'll have a look at it. I'll have a look at that one. Um, Rightio, um, think it. What think it, Mick. Think it. I just love these. Uh, I just love these <laughs> names. Just perfect. Just are <laughs> perfect for somebody that suffers from dyslexia, aren't they? Uh, they made right, them just uh, for you. Just made it. Just for me, didn't they? Just yeah, What was what's this one about? Thinking. So Thinkific is fully hosted training. It's very easy to get up and running quickly. It doesn't have that membership piece. It's just really that step-by-step course. If that's all you're looking to do, it's very popular. There is a free version, so you don't have to commit. However, most of my people that I've worked with do end up in a paid plan. Mm. Uh, For example, there's a lot more options if you'll go into one of the paid plans and they range from $50 a month or $49 a month to $279 a month. Most of the people I look with, work with are in this $99 a month where they can have uh, multiple instructors if they want. They can have private or hidden courses because Thinkific also has, uh, like Udemy, which we're going to talk about also, it has a marketplace. So when you build oh. a course, you can put it into their marketplace. Or if you want to hide it, then it requires one of the, uh, the premium options. So if you're just doing for your own company or members, etc., then you would have to uh, pay for the premium. Right. Yeah, um, my my ignorance of these is probably surprising me, but I just live in WordPress, folks. <laughs> I, I, I don't venture forth. It's, um, I leave this to Kim, the queen of learning management systems. This is uh, why she's my co-host as well. Um, I live in my little WordPress bubble, folks. So there we go. But it, it looks a nice website. Um, um, any any kind of real weaknesses you observed with it at all, really? Any, any peculiar weakness? Really just the, the theming. You're playing with their themes, and if you want more uh, or you want it closer branded to what your, your site is, then you may run into some limitations. We've run yeah. into that with some people I worked with, but these were people who did not want to build their own, maintain their own, or pay someone even to to do a separate for them. They just wanted it taken care of. I will say for uh, both of these, Kajabi and Thinkific, the support is phenomenal. Oh, great. I was going to ask you that, actually. Um, Great support. On on to the next one, Teachable. 
Tell us about this, Kim. Teachable is very similar to Thinkific. It predates Thinkific. Thinkific's kind of the new kid on the block. They work very similar. Through the grapevine, for people I have worked with, a lot of them are moving over to Thinkific. It's kind of the, it has some features that people really like more than Teachable. I believe they're both priced the same way. I need to double check what that. What normally happens is you go through all the pain of moving it and then they do an <laughs> upgrade and it's probably got better features than you moved to. That's what normally yeah. happens to me. <laughs> yeah, the pricing is about the same. I believe it had to do with, um, I believe it was the multiple instructors that a lot of the people I was working with who wanted to kind of build their own marketplace where they could have different instructors, that that was the feature that they liked. But again, I haven't worked with it in depth. I've worked much more in depth with Thinkific and now um, working with Kajabi for a client. Kajabi. Give them full. Mm -hmm. All right, Kajabi. Started to grow, I'll be Kim. Um, <laughs> on to the last one, Udemy. We're Dane. Udemy is a little different in that Thinkific, Kajabi, you can sign up, pay, and it's all yours. Udemy actually is a marketplace, mm. and they have to approve your course. So you have to not only follow their guidelines for, for the platform, but they have to approve the course. They want to make sure that they're delivering quality to their marketplace. Udemy was really, really popular and a lot of people still use it to try to be found because they do have this huge marketplace. They have very, very strict rules about trying to take people out of Udemy. So don't think you can just build a course and say, oh, by the way, come see me over here at kimshivler.com. That they're not going to let you do that. No, well, they, you can't use that, but they, they don't stop you from your name and having your own website. Right, right. Which, and they can't will they stop you from promoting your own courses on your own? They can't stop you yes. from promoting your own courses on your own website though, can they? Yes. You can't promote within their courses an outside course. So, no, that's what I mean is, but you can have your UOR and promote your own courses. You just don't, you can't talk about them in Unimi. I'm not the, even sure that, I'm not even sure what URLs you're allowed to give. They're, they're yeah. pretty locked down tight. Yeah, you the can't go to, thing, you, you can't go to, I don't think you, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm being rude and I apologize, Kim. Uh, um, I don't think you, they allow you to go like to Kim Shivala membership. No, um, but they, they will, you know, you can go to Um I Again, I th it's very limited as to where you can put that information. But the yeah. biggest limitation you have on Udemy, if you want the fullest exposure, is you lose control of your pricing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and a lot of people have left because of that. People were, yeah. you know, you can have a $300 course, but they can put it on discount to whatever they want. Uh, to their marketplace and so th there are ways not to do it but then you don't get the full exposure yeah just to wrap up before we go to our break kim is that the reason i put that in is i think it's a really good testing ground for somebody that's never done any kind of course or anything because i understand they do you know they are fussy that you, you're getting a um probably almost like a, it's like your first book 
you're getting a really snotty editor but when you reflect it it was a good teaching experience what do you think about that or am i talking rubbish here kim no i i think that that's true uh however i think that you know if you're a subject matter expert and you take the time to learn how to put a good class together you've got to put all this effort into it i would go ahead and do it and do it on a platform where i can establish a price that is a fair price i mean look if you want oh, to sell 39 dollars courses do it all day long oh well, that's what i meant I, I think it's a good testing ground for something that you you've got to meet their standards and try and also you'll you'll get um if there is a market in a way for what you're in the future planning to produce it's a good testing ground but i wouldn't put my heart and soul in it because like right. for the what you just said you've got no control over it you're signing it away to them basically pretty much well we're going to go for our break and we'll be back and we'll be talking more about learning management systems but this time the wordpress solutions with my co-host kim shivler the queen of learning management <laughs> systems be back in a moment folks do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com just like the podcast we're coming back kim's been putting me right on these hosted solutions like i say i live in my little wordpress bubble which i'm very happy about and uh <laughs> um, on to the <laughs> sorry, I'm idiot, I? no i'm just trying to be funny uh um, on to the WordPress solutions. I thought we'd start with the big daddy of this. Um, um, the CEO has been on the show. Great guy, Justin. Um, LearnDash. Tell us about LearnDash, Queen <laughs> of LOS. Okay. Well, LearnDash is absolutely, hands down, one of my favorites. It is <clears throat> probably the most powerful of the learning management systems for WordPress. It has, between what it can do natively and the amount that they've put into partnering with people for add-ons, there's just almost nothing you can't do with it. It's fabulous. It is a little harder to learn than some of the others. Now, having said that, within the last three years, they have just gotten easier and easier and easier. But it does take a little bit more planning when you're working with a course to make sure that you're going to get it to look like what you want or to get it in the order, et cetera, that you want. A big part of that is this is really the one that started out very classic for those of us who are professionally trained instructional designers. And we would always be coming to our course planning with a little bit more detail than what some people, when we're thinking of more internet marketers, building an online course would do. Yeah, I think that's a really good. The way I see this playing out is that um, you might be best looking at one of the hosted solutions that we've gone through in the first part of the show, just to 
if you're not from a professional educational or instructor background um, or you're not hiring somebody like Kim to help you do some pre-planning you might be best to try and um, work with one of the hostess solutions just to give you an idea how all this works I don't know what's your feelings about that Kim? Oh I think looking at the hosted solutions is great I you know I, I really when I work with people I, I really work with them okay are you sure you want what it's going to take the commitment it's going to take to configure this all yourself and then to maintain it because that's one thing right WordPress websites are not one and done. Now, what I also recommend is that they hire someone like you. You know, WP Tonic is there to keep it maintained for you, as well as to help you either build it for you or to help you build it. But it is definitely a commitment you've got to make for yourself. I think also we've um, we've had a couple of discussions with some possible clients, haven't we, lately? Mm-hmm. And the main thing is they think it's just buying the plug-in, getting it set up, and then whenever like what you what your pre pre introduction to learn dash is that they learn rapidly that they they've got to have some understanding about structure what they're really wanting from the plugin to get mm-hmm. at the end result and they they struggle in actually visualizing or understanding how to get there don't they Yes, and the other thing that we run in with uh, with any of the plugins in WordPress is the same question that I get from any WordPress installation, and that is, how do I make the sales pages look good? And that's not a plugin issue. That's going to have to do with your theme, or maybe you are going to use a page builder plugin to tie in, but but that has the theme combined or that is the themes role to manage that look and feel as opposed to the plugin is not going to plug in and redo your whole site so that you've got pretty sales pages. What's the one thing that I don't know if anything comes to mind. Is there any one thing or one and feature that comes to mind with this that you really, really love about learn dash for learn dash? I have a couple. Um, I love the add-on that they have for a course catalog. They have a a really nice add-on that lays out the courses in a grid, and it just looks fabulous. There's another add-on that lets students have notes, so they can be in there and have their own notes on what they're learning. Uh, From the just regular perspective, hands down, the best quiz options out there. Oh, that's great. On to uh, a company that is a member of our Friday panel, Chris, um, the the CEO, and that's Lifter LMS. So um, tell us a a little bit about Lifter LMS, Kim. Well, another one that I love. We had Chris on last week, and and he and I can get together and geek out on this stuff for hours. Uh, Lifter LMS is, is fabulous. It is a freemium option. In fact, it's the only freemium option we've got here, which means you can start for free. And in fact, if you don't want to sell your courses, if you want to just build a free course, you can keep it free. The only, you know, you have to start buying add-ons and upgrades if you want to do extras. So if you want to sell your courses, if you want to uh, have advanced questions, if you want to have private areas. So for example, if you're a coach, this is one of my favorite things that they've now added. If you're a coach or an instructor who wants one-on-one time, 
your students can have their own page that you can both share information on. It's really powerful. Again, that would be premium. Lifter is very easy to configure and it's very easy to uh, learn, to lay out your classes. The basics are very easy. And then, of course, as you add some of those add-ons, et cetera, you are going to add a little bit more complexity as you add more functionality. That's just true with pretty much any plugin. Yeah, I find it's got the odd little thing. Um, I think the main, <laughs> well, there it's a like like Chris said, there it's amazing. They're in their fourth year, but they are they're rapidly um, developing this product out, aren't mm -hmm. they? Um, Thomas, his um, joint founder, is coding away. Um, but um, one of the main things between it and um, is that they they have their own memberships solution um integrated in it and thomas has admitted to me that it, it works but it's it's not um as powerful as slick as some of the um on their own plug-in membership solutions isn't it because i think with learn dash you can utilize your own membership uh, third-party membership plugin can't you Yes, so LearnDash uh, works both with MemberPress and Paid Memberships Pro and has a lot of functionality. In fact, most of my sites, when I build out a LearnDash site, it's a combination of MemberPress and LearnDash. And I actually use MemberPress to, um, when I'm using LearnDash, I use MemberPress to control the, the granularity of where people have access to. Now, I actually love Lifter's membership piece. Yeah. It's not as robust as MemberPress, but again, it is that easy to set up. So if you want to know it, any of Kim Schivler's sites, one of mine is LearnDash and MemberPress, and one of them is Lifter LMS. I've built with all of them, but the two that I'm actually right now live with for my paying customers those are the two options that I'm using. Yeah, I just want to point out, folks, is that what I mean by that is that um, it's fully um, op open code. And if you hire a company that's got a bit of experience, they can, they can integrate some of the other membership plugins. If you need more power, right. more customization, it's quite possible to utilize one of the third party. It's just that it's going to need more customization. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not. <laughs> what I mean by it is where where we've learned Dash, the two membership plugins. It it's already been adapted to pl plug and play with those two membership options. But if you choose another one for some reason, you can still um, get hold of the code and manipulate. It's just going to need a lot more customization. Right. I thought I'd just need to put that in there, <laughs> just to clarify. Because otherwise, people think, oh, wait, that's the only the only membership plugins it will work with or, or Lifter won't work with another one. Well, it will, but it, it just needs a lot more customization and, and custom development. So on to another one. Um, oh, struggle. Sensei. 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 I struggle there. I always <laughs> do. Sensei. Love it. Um, tell us about this, Kim. Okay, so Sensei comes from the folks at WooCommerce. Woo themes. And uh, it's wonderful. It's very powerful. It has some really cool options for reporting and assignments. 
And it does require the big drawback if you're not a WooCommerce shop is since they requires WooCommerce to sell your classes. If you're a WooCommerce shop, it's a perfect fit to plug right in. But if you're somebody who wants to just sell one or two classes, you don't have the physical needs. WooCommerce is a lot of overkill for that. And you really have to, for example, you have to do special things to set it to where people don't have to enter their physical address. And if all you're doing is selling a virtual product through PayPal, a lot of people don't want to put in their physical address. So there are, there are definitely some, some things you need to consider as far as what that's going to take if you're not already a WooCommerce shop. Yeah, I think we can, um, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show, folks, and we're going to continue the discussion for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, on, which you'll be able to watch on the website. And also, by going to the website, you'll be able to sign up for Kinster as well, so you'll be killing. So we're going to continue the discussion, which you'll be able to watch on the website. Um, Kim, how can people get hold of you? You can find me at kimshivler.com where you'll find all the things I do. And if you're very specifically interested in online courses, you can look up how to build an online course.com. And if you want to get hold of me, it's really easy. We love feedback. Um, go to um, the WP Tonic Facebook page. We've just recently started a group. We haven't done much with it yet, but we've got plans in the new year. That's a great way. Or Twitter me directly at Jonathan, uh, at Jonathan Denwood. Um, or um, just send me an email and uh, we love your feedback. And if you're in a very generous mood, if you could go to iTunes and give us a, a review for the new year, that would be fantastic. Just to show your support for the uh, amount of content that we have produced for you in 2017. Um, we're going to wrap up this Wednesday show. We have somebody from the WordPress world or the world in general that's doing something interesting. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.